up, everybody? We have Brian McManus here today. He is currently the CEO of Lighthouse eDiscovery. He studied undergrad at University of California, Berkeley, and he studied postgrad at University of Washington. And let's just jump right into it. So, Brian, you're a freshman, first day at Cal. What, what are you thinking? Do you know what you want to do? Do you know what you want to study? What's going through your mind? Yeah, I had three things going through my mind when I got to Cal. Um, my my uh, older brother was an engineer. My dad was an engineer. And so, and I really enjoyed math and science. So I started my freshman year with a lot of math and science courses, um, thinking about engineering as a career. I also, though, had really enjoyed uh, kind of funnily um, these uh lawyer shows when I was growing up. So um, Perry Mason was sort of ending when I was a, a kid uh, and a show called Owen Marshall Council of Law was a show that launched when I was kind of late elementary school, or early junior high school. And I was interested in the practice of law and I actually talked to a friend of mine whose dad was a lawyer and he really liked being a lawyer. So I had that also in the, in the back of my mind because I also really enjoyed English and, and language. So um, that's what I was thinking. I went down the path of, of math and science. And uh, I really, as I, as I uh, learned more about the engineering curriculum and talked with engineers, I felt and, and also considered other kind of math oriented um, majors like uh, quantitative business and economics and talk to people that were in those majors, I just felt a lot more, uh, I felt like the people were a lot more like me in the uh, in the business majors than, mm -hmm. in the, uh, than in the engineering majors. So I ended up changing my focus there and decided to go into business uh, after my freshman year, kind of early in my sophomore year at Cal. And um, it's a two-year business school, so I joined the business school my, my junior year and uh, had a had a two-year degree in, in business administration. Again, I kind of focused on quantitative um, uh, analysis in, in the business school. Interesting. And so when did you get into law? Well, uh, after I got my, um, as I was kind of getting toward my degree in business, uh, I started thinking about the jobs that were available to me coming out of business school. And a lot of them were, at that time, this is, you know, uh, late 1970s, a lot of the jobs were in one of two areas. They were either in investment banks um, okay. and uh, and brokerage houses, which were um, sort of, you know, sales positions, essentially. Um, or they were in accounting firms, big accounting firms did a lot of hiring. Um just like they do, like just like they do now, but it was a bigger percentage of jobs coming out of business school, and none of those really interested me. Uh, the kind of entry level positions, and, and I, again, I talked to friends who had graduated from business school and were in those some of those jobs, and uh, I started thinking again about law school and decided to go ahead and apply to schools and apply to both. Um, law schools and graduate schools of business and uh, get a joint law degree and uh, an MBA and that's what I ended up doing. What went into the decision for how you chose what law school you went to? Yeah, great question. So um, I wanted to go to a top uh, a top 
20 law school. So I only applied and I, I didn't have very much money. And uh, I think it cost either 50 bucks or 100 bucks to file an application. That was a lot of money at the time. Um, and uh, so I picked, I think, six of the top 20 uh, law schools and graduate schools of business. There were schools like Harvard, Stanford, Cal, Washington, UCLA. Can't remember who else I applied to. Uh, and it was interesting. I got into some law schools. I got into some business schools. For example, I got into the Harvard Business School, but not into the law school. Um, and I got into both the University of Washington Law School and Business School. And, you know, um, had I gotten good advice from somebody and I'd asked the right question, I probably would have been advised to go to the uh, Harvard Business School and uh, go there first and then apply to uh, Harvard Law School once I was in the business school, but uh, I didn't do that. I didn't think about that, honestly, and uh, ended up going to Washington. I had uh, cousins that um, I used to visit in high school and college who lived in Seattle, um, and I love Seattle and thought, wow, what, what a great place to live. Um, I, I liked it actually a lot more than the Bay Area and thought it would be a great place to uh, go to go to business school, law school, and then uh, come out and, and start my career in, in Seattle. I thought that was a place that I wanted to live. And other than family, you didn't know anyone in Seattle at the time? I didn't know anybody in Seattle other than family. But I went to, you know, law schools tend to be pretty small classes. So my law school class at the University of Washington was 150 people. My uh, graduate uh, business school class was 100 people. So those are pretty small groups. And so I got to, de I developed friendships in both of those, um, both of those schools very quickly. I mean, I had, you know, probably 10 pretty close friends in, in, uh, in both schools you know, within, you know, a quarter or two. Interesting. And that obviously helped you network, I, I assume. Well, you know, interesting, you know, I, I wasn't thinking much about networking at, at that point in time. I was really just focused on school and, you know, getting the education and learning, um, you know, uh, and, and you know, I was in a program, law school's three years, uh, typically a joint degree is four years, but I was able to waive a bunch of entry-level classes in the MBA program, so... I charted out a program that was three years and one quarter rather than a four-year program to get a joint degree. So, you know, right away, I wasn't really thinking about the working world. I was thinking about school and the three, three and a half years that were ahead of me. Um, but, you know, what happens in law school um, is that in the, you know, in the winter quarter, um, schools or Firms start to recruit from the from the from the law school, um, and people in business school start to put out um, applications and work with a career counseling center on um, on doing internships. A lot of those are unpaid internships. Some of them were were paid internships at the time, but I got lucky in that uh, I did very well in my first quarter in law school. And uh, so I was at the top of my class, and we had there was a law firm in Seattle that um, they usually hired second year students, but they had the firm split up over the Christmas vacation, and so when they came back in January from Christmas vacation, when we came back um, to school, this firm had contacted one of my professors and asked the professor for recommendations for. 
uh, a couple of students that they could uh, hire as paid law clerks for the summer after my first year of law school. And they interviewed uh, the two of us and actually hired us both. And, and we were, uh, you know, we were um, classmates at the, at the law firm that, that's in that summer internship program that they, they, they had. So, so they I, I got lucky. They came to me, yeah. And that, so, so I got lucky there. But, you know, when I look at my, my, my friends who were in school, um, you know, a few of them hustled and reached out to smaller firms that, um, you know, for in business school, small accounting firms, in law school, small law firms, um, who might just have a need for, for some, you know, sort of low cost labor uh, for legal research or mm -hmm. yeah. financial research or whatever needed to be done. And I had quite a few friends who got paid jobs uh, over the summer after their first year of business school or, or law school, even though they didn't have um, great connections. They got connected to those law firms typically through the career center at the law school or the business school, um, sometimes through professors, um, sometimes through friends of family members. Quite a few of my classmates grew up in the, in the Seattle area, so they, they knew people here. Um, so they just use a variety of different networking techniques to, to, to get jobs. But I had a lot of friends too, who, you know, tended bar or waited on tables or, cause it was, you know, hard to get jobs, yeah. uh, hard yeah, to get summer jobs. Right now. Yeah. 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 I think very similar to how it is right now. So you finish law school and, and business school or your, your MBA, you get your MBA. What, what happens next? Uh, well, I made the decision while I was in grad school that I wanted to practice law for a few years. And my um, sort of the vision I had was that I would work, I would practice law for, for a while and have a business-oriented uh, um, law practice and get exposure to a bunch of different businesses and then decide um, what business uh, I might be interested in pursuing and uh, maybe go work for a client eventually. Um, and it, frankly, it just took a lot longer for that to kind of come to fruition. I, I uh, ended up, I thought I practiced law for five years or less, and then uh, I really enjoyed the, the law firm. I made a uh, partner after my fifth year in the law firm. I didn't have any clients that I felt like, you know, were a good, you know, that I felt like it would be a good fit. Uh, for me in business. Um, but then as I started developing my own practice and my own clients, um, as I was a partner in the, in the law firm, um, I started to get some opportunities in technology industries that really interested me where clients were asking me to come, uh, to come join them. And um, I knew though at that point, this is uh, after I'd practiced law for about 10 years, that I didn't want to practice law for my whole career. And um, I wanted to get into a business position. So um, I talked to a client who was wanting me to come over and be their general counsel. And I, um, you know, we, I told them that I would only be interested in coming over uh, and being general counsel for a year. And then I wanted to move into a, uh, a business position and hire a general counsel. Um, and uh, he, he wanted me to join the business, and so he agreed to do that. And, um, uh, and he, he was the CEO, and that's what we did. It was a little telecommunication software company. I left the practice of law. I took a big risk. 
Um, I, I took a big cut in pay um, to go do that, but it's but it's really what I wanted to do. And um, you know, I I took that job. I hired a general counsel after a year. I moved into a full-time business position, and then I ultimately became the CEO of that business, um, and uh, and grew that business, and then and then um, you know used that to to um, kind of launch a business career, and and I've since you know after that position, I um, took on other CEO and chief operating officer roles at at different technology companies, and. You know, that's what I've done for the last, gosh, 28 years. What is one of the biggest things, I think, do you think that helped you kind of make the jump from law into actual an actual business position? Well, you know, I think it takes a little bit of luck um, and, and kind of recognizing the opportunity. Um, I knew that this was a, you know, this was a, company of about 100 people. It was a size that I felt like uh, would be a good fit for me. Um, so I wasn't going to get lost in a, you know, company of, you know, thousands of people. Um, and, um, you, you know, I was willing to take a risk. You know, as I, I, I really, my pay was cut in half to do this uh, in order to, you know, this was a little, this was a small technology company. They didn't have the the wherewithal to pay me the kind of money I was making as a partner in a law firm. And, you know, a lot of people in my position wouldn't have been willing to take that risk. Um, but um, I also had a lot of confidence in myself that I would be successful in a, in a business role. And I think that was really important, you know, uh, that, yeah, that, yeah, that I had that confidence and, um, you know, it was, I was able to, to be successful in a, in a business role, and I was a lot happier in the in the business role than than in the the legal role. Um, you know, as a lawyer, your job really is to um, advise clients about the downside risks of business transactions, um, and really focus on on the downside risks and the legal issues in a potential in a transaction. And you know, my mind just it doesn't, I'm not really built that way. I, I'm a very optimistic person and I think about upside more than downside. Mm -hmm. I was trained to, you know, in law school to focus on the downside and I, I did, I was good at it, but it wasn't fulfilling to me. And um, I also found myself not wanting to be confined to the legal aspects of a transaction, but was actually more interested in the business aspects of the transaction, what would make that a successful deal in the business or not make it a successful deal in the business rather than um, just getting the best legal deal. So um, those are things that motivated me to want to, you know, move into the, the business world. And I, I talked to a lot of people that were, were in business. I didn't really have uh, any peers that I could go to who had made the same transition from uh from law to business so i really just kind of had to evaluate it on my own and talk to people that were business um colleagues of mine and um who, who were running businesses or involved in businesses and sort of confirm that this was something that i, that I thought i'd i'd enjoy doing and and i was right
That's great. Well, let's fast forward to your current position today. You've been a CEO for 28 years, I think you said. Now, in the current climate of the, the virus and everything going on and the uncertainty with kind of what the future holds, what advice would you kind of give current college students who may not know what they want to do, but kind of, I guess, the uncertainty has risen for them a little bit with the virus and coming to the end of college? Yeah, well, I would say first, stay optimistic. Um, this is going to be temporary. That doesn't mean it's going to be short, but it is going to be temporary. Um, whether it lasts for another six months or another year or another 18 months of, of this uncertainty, it's still going to be a fairly short period of time in, in your life. And stay optimistic, stay confident in your own abilities because, you know, there, there will be fewer jobs available um, as companies are um, kind of uncertain about, about the economy. You definitely see some, some companies pulling back on hiring. Um, but I also would, um, you know, I look at a lot of data and will tell you that technology companies are hiring uh, pretty dramatically right now. Um, and so I would focus on those sectors that are doing really well right now. If you're looking for a business career, um, you know, I would stay away from things like healthcare and uh, energy and retail. Those those industries have been hurt pretty hard by uh, and some some manufacturing um, by the virus and some of the trade uh, wars. But um, you know, technology kind um, companies, life sciences companies, engineering companies. Um, service companies um, like um, consulting and, um, you know, some of the, the, the bigger uh, accounting firms and, and law firms that have strong brands are doing extremely well. And so, you know, I, I would focus on those kinds of, of companies um, as sort of industry um, industries to kind of to focus on. Because even if that's not, those industries aren't what you're interested in long-term, um, it will give you some business experience. And once you have business experience, it's, it's pretty easy um, to go from industry to, to industry, particularly in the first five or 10 years of, of, uh, of your career. Um, after you've been in a particular industry for you know, over 10 years, it can be a little bit harder depending on your position um, and experience set to move to other industries, but there's lots of examples of people um, that move um, you know, move between industries even after 10 or 15 years in a in a particular industry or, or or even longer. So, my advice is don't look for the perfect industry or the perfect company. If you find a good fit with a company, um, um, take it and get that experience. Build your resume. And your experience set, uh, it'll make it a lot easier to get the next job that you really, that that you really want, and and maybe you'll be more passionate about. Great. Well, that's all I have today. Thank you so much for everything you've given. Yeah, you're welcome. Yes.